Wait, hold on. Let me finish. No, let me finish. Welcome to Let Me Finish, the weekly podcast where we discuss what the hell's going on in pop culture, current events, and everything else in between. We are your hosts. I'm Janice. I'm Stacy, And I'm Jillian. Grab a glass of wine and let's get started. Hey, 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 we are back with a new episode of Let Me Finish This Week. I'm your host, Janice. I'm Jillian. I'm Stacy. And my voice is back. Yay! <laughs> well, kind of. It's a little you off. It's back. It's back. Is that how I sound? Yeah. <laughs> it's back. Oh, shit. Okay. No worries. <laughs> but anyways, we're just going to jump right into it and talk a little bit about our weeks. How did y'all's weeks go? Um, I didn't do anything. Say me either. Just work. I mean, um, we had our girls' night. I, oh, I, yeah. um, I got laid off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Stacey. Yeah. I mean, I, we had a layoff, like, back in October, end of October. And if you don't know, I'm in real estate. So the company I was working for, um, we were buying houses for investors. Um, we had really big investors and we were just buying up property for them. But Mm -hmm. after the market kind of turned, things just kind of went down. Mm -hmm. So they were really trying to see like how long, and it's it's actually, it's it's actually a tech company. It's a tech startup company, really what it is. And things just never, the The company you work for or or the investors? No, the company we worked for is a tech startup Mm -hmm. called Roofstock. And yes, we were buying property for our investors. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so we knew things were kind of bad, but then um, I think what, the big issue, I think, was that, um, I don't know if y'all heard about this bank, uh, Silicon Valley Bank. SP. Yes, it failed. They, it failed. Mm-hmm. And they were one of our investors. So I just, oh. for me, the timing of them doing the layoff, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, I felt it was probably directly related to that. To that. To that. To that. Yeah, it, it did. I think they ended up getting bought up by, um, ooh, HSBC, I think? I, I'm not sure, but... Um, so, still, I mean, Silicon Valley... Um, cause I work in banking and that was like a big thing at our bank whenever that failed. Um, but yeah, FTC came over, took mm-hmm. over the bank. Um, the depositors were protected. Unfortunately, a lot of the investors are probably going to end up losing money, but right. it, it did. They, um, when a bank fails, what they do, FTC usually does is put the bank up for sale. And if they get a, a good offer, they will, you just convert over to that bank and they take over that portfolio. So luckily they were able to get a buyer. Yeah. But I think it's because they were an investor in our startup yeah. is what affected us mm-hmm. because I felt like the layoff that we did in October was good enough to, you know, help us ride this wave until the mm-hmm. housing market turned. But then when this happened, I was, I mean, he told us whenever it first happened, he was like, don't worry, you know, we'll be okay. But then all of a sudden layoff. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty big deal because if it's, you're yeah because yeah, that was one of the things that um how he's explained to us by our ceo is likely it did we're insulated from that because we're really really associated with that bank but of course people are going to start having questions about any where anywhere anyone mm-hmm. banks at so we were um being prepared for people asking questions about that mm-hmm. and now when it comes and i and i do collections so i am starting to see a rise especially um car loans surprisingly oh really yeah um we're starting i'm seeing just notice in my work a rise in that because usually car loans go first because people stop paying their car loans before they stop paying their mortgages but that's that's pretty interesting but i think it will be on the up end because i think the fed did raise the interest rate by 
like a quarter percent again. So that affects everything. Language to me I'm right sorry, now. but what irks me more than anything, I was so like kind of depressed. I was like, well, oh, I got laid off, and then everybody's like, oh, but now you can. I'm like, dude, I got laid off. Like, y'all not sorry? For, like, y'all don't feel bad? I do feel bad, but okay, so I got no sympathy because you. Because I honestly, didn't say, oh, that's no, why are you going to keep a bad thing? Because yeah. you were like, because at first, the last you were kind of like, I actually wanted to get laid off so I could just take the severance and the unemployment and kind of chill for a little bit because I think you were kind of yeah, stressed like, out. And you time. were expecting, like, I feel like you had talked about the possibility of being laid off a couple times. Yeah, so, they, and, I, and you were like, I survived. Oh, I made it. Oh, I made it. And you were like, dang, I, I kind of wanted to. So I wasn't even sure if you were like how upset you were. Well, I didn't know I was going to be as upset as I was until after. <laughs> yeah, until you off. were like, damn, I wanted to leave on my own time. Yeah. I know and what, I think that's yeah. what it was because I asked you when you said, oh, I got you thinking about layoff and then we waited and i'm like well did it happen did you get laid off you're like oh by the way yeah um and then i actually is that a good thing or a bad thing question mark and she's just like i'm bummed that's what i said are you gonna take the break are you gonna just look around no so uh, you know i i'm a realtor so i have my license so maybe i'll just go just what I was thinking, I wasn't just like do real estate on my own, like I like. It I would be different, to. like so. If like if I got laid off, it would be devastating because I'd be like, "Oh hell, what am I gonna do?" But you're, I feel like you're in a situation where you have time to kind of figure it well, out. Well, the idea of being laid off sounded really good at the time because like every time they had a layoff and let people go, there's like more work now because we have less people, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, "Damn, there's all this work." But to actually get laid off it's was just a like, shock. Oh. You got laid off. Now yeah. what do I do? I but think it's just, we were talking about this. I think it just comes down to routine. It's routine. And the older mm-hmm. I get, I get into this routine. Like I get up every morning, I log into my computer. And you I, said it was a pretty, like, it was cush a, job. Like, I mean, we had I mean, unlimited was, PTO. It was re- 100% remote. Nobody bothers me. Like So it was like know, a sweet gig. I just do my work. Right. And then the money was good. So And the money was great. Because obviously anything to do with real estate, like, a yeah, year, year or so ago was great money. Mm-hmm. But, um... The market will turn, and if anyone's interested in buying or selling, I am a realtor, so, you know, there you go. <laughs> Hit her page Texas. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, as far as our girls' night, so we went to XOXO Dining Room in Dallas, Dallas. Mm-hmm. which I loved. I I thought the vibe was good. Um, the fact that it turns and has a DJ after 10 o'clock, I like that little area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a dining room and then there's the garden. So we were actually in the garden area, which I definitely think is the better area. I think so too. For yeah. sure. And compared it to SCK, way better. Like the food was great. I loved everything we ate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the food was good. They had like fun cocktails. It was a limited menu, but it was a Very good. Very limited. It was a good and I think that's actually good when you have a limited menu. Um, that's why uh, Cheesecake Factory is so hit and miss because they practically bring out a book for you. So we're just like, but when you have a limited menu, you're able to specialize and really perfect those those, those recipes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The drinks were good, and the drinks they mm-hmm. had all kind of fun names like um, Housewife, yeah, Fancy AF. Uh, they had a fuckboy one. Like, I wanted to almost try them all. I was like, dang, I can't get shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> we did Uber, so. So, yeah. we, yeah. Speaking of the Uber, mm. um, so we had, so. What did he say? Black flags. So, so the crazy part is, so we have an Uber home. Um, the man is from Dominican, you know. He's from New York, he, but he's, he's Dominican. He's Dominican, but he's from New York. Yeah. So, mm. light skin, like, probably, like, Stacy's tone maybe but he a little looks bit black darker. to me if I were to see him in public I, I would have assumed he was a black, black I did man. assume he or was mixed. black yeah or yeah like I did assume he was a I black man I thought he was man. black he I thought he was a light-skinned black guy so yeah. anyway so 
for whatever reason, we're talking about all kinds of random things and relationships came up somehow. And for whatever reason, he felt comfortable enough in this car with three black women and an Asian woman um, to tell us, you know, he's tried to date black women in the past and no offense, but you know, black women are just black flags to me. I said, what the hell? I was like, yeah, shocked. we were like, what? What do you mean? Black flag. So not even red flag, meaning like, be careful. This is black meaning stop. Absolutely not. Do not go there. <laughs> yeah. Black flag pretty much means not caution, but ab- stop. this is a no go. No go But then he goes, so y'all do know. I said, yeah, you don't have to say it. We know Dominicans are racist. They have they very don't like, limited mindset they don't like on black, black people. people. And then he confirmed that and was talking about his the first black serious girl girlfriend was, she was from the tr- she was from She's trinidad. from trinidad which we're obviously jamaican so we get the caribbean and he vibes they're, they're caribbean too dominicans. dominicans were caribbean but i'm just too. saying like the fact that he told me it was a black trinidad woman instead of just like if it was a black american woman i feel like it'd be different true like caribbean black women we, like we do we don't pull with bullshit like i'm definitely well, not gonna put up with no bullshit he was upset because his, his family. family is racist and don't want him with a black woman but she would not tolerate that and she she basically had a problem with it i was like and then i said to him i said well i mean that's a pretty harsh thing if i know my boyfriend's family literally does not like me simply because of the color of my skin not my attitude not my personality just because i'm black but he was trying to say, well, it's not about my family. It's just me and her. But it's, as a woman, it's really hard to accept the fact that your family looks like, down hates on me, me because I'm That's a big part of, of your life color. is right. your family. For no reason. I mean, personally, I've dealt with being involved with a man that had a racist family so or had a prejudiced family. So I just try to keep myself separate from that and not saying that it's going to work long term. I Probably don't know if not, it would. Probably not because when you have kids, yeah. how does that, what does that look like? Well, you know? stay the hell away from my kids then. Mm-hmm. That's so cool with me. I'll just stick me, to my family. Not, if, I'm not going to so deal with that. And that's the part I would find interesting. I literally so I don't care. Instead of checking your family on their racism and challenging them on their, on their views, you felt like because she wouldn't put up with it and you didn't want to check your family and challenge that is a them. Black flag. Like I mean, all of a sudden black women are a no go for you. That shows you, you've, you have no backbone. First of all, cause yeah. I, that means I do not want to date you period. Cause that means you can't stand up for yourself with your family. And I, that's one thing I cannot stand is if a man, a man and a family cannot stand up for himself. But you like, know, ew. you know what? There's a, this is, this story is bigger than just, the Uber driver, because remember, once he said that, and then I'm looking at one of my closest friends, she's Asian, but she also corroborated the same thing. What did she say? It's the same thing. Like, she can have black girlfriends all day long, like me and her are BFFs and we cool or whatever, but she couldn't bring a black man home either. But so she not- also said that if she, she would and could, but she just... She doesn't care about their opinion. Right, but she, she could gonna not. do what she wants to right, do. But she could not bring a black man home but either. She, what does so she want to do? She so, continues to date black men because that's what she likes. And doesn't just stop that. Okay, because we're not even going to get into this conversation. She could never marry a black man or bring a black man home. Okay. Okay. So here's another. Th- so I'm just trying to say it's bigger than just this Dominican guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's a lot of races and cultures that are like yeah. that. And it, it's surprising because um, it's a lot of... Um, what do you call it? Um, Spanish speaking Caribbean countries that are like that. I'm just like, y'all do realize they dropped slaves off at y'all's ports too. Which is right? weird. Right. I feel like the Dominican, so they're Puerto Ricans are like that. Cuban people are like that. They were just like, it's the. Y'all look black. 
<laughs> so what it is is it's really honestly Black. it's the colonization mindset they've been brainwashed to uh, prioritize whiteness over everything else they've they've been brainwashed and it's it's a it's going to be hard to deconstruct i just don't understand why i look down on black people because if i well, was to see him in the streets and look at him i would think that he was just a regular light-skinned i wouldn't even i just look at him as a black if he was to pull over by the cops literally you called, think the cops would be like oh are you dominican or are you black like well i actually felt like i almost offended him because he you, was talking about being in a different country and how there are no black people and i was like well you were there i thought it was black. yeah i think he was kind of upset yeah when he, he kind of went silent for a quick minute when you said that because and i clocked that too uh, i thought you were black yeah <laughs> i thought he was black but yeah, that's a that's that we were like, and you it felt was a comfortable weird conversation expressing this. It was just a weird conversation to have in a Uber full of women of color. Yeah, and the fact that you said you dated a second black woman and then it happened again, and that's when you were done. I was like, so you're not not dating black women. You simply do it because of what your family, how your family and feels. Obviously, it's not just his family. Obviously, deep down, he's feels the same way too because then he would have checked he would that's been, true he still has that those racist feelings yeah. somewhere that's deep very down. true if, if one of those two and you also, women you yeah, fall in you love said. with and it's yeah. like this is going to be my wife this is going to be the mother of my children would you have stand up you for your family you know how i know that's he feels that true. way because it's when he he checked his family though because when he said that whenever he brings his um buddies home because you know he's he's in the marine so there's so times they got better they said they, they got better because he, he, he told because he told them that they all bleed the same blood. These are his brothers, and they're gonna. He did say that. Yeah, and they treat them and like they, there's they, like they, it's like their family. sons, like yes, the family. He said that, so and that I, tells me he's okay. They don't want to spoil no, no, no. the bloodline. I is think what, what it is. is is that it's fine until you're talking about procreating, procreating, yes. and being the next and, generation. So the messing fact up my that he line. can check yeah. his family for his brothers that tells me that he won't check his family for his a woman which of course the women are like he has those check same your feelings. family he has those and same then he feelings. don't want to he has the same feelings deep down that's true okay yeah. that's very true so anyway so only thing i had a little tiktok made me do it so just so y'all know there's these underwear that are like bbl that take your butt and oh, lift it gosh. up i want to buy them and see and i'm gonna wear them next girl's like what seriously oh, it's on amazon it's on tiktok i don't so i saw it on tiktok and it's then you know like amazon yeah i'm sure it's on amazon but i'm like i just want to see if it makes my butt look bigger well i have one i'm gonna get mary ruth uh mary ruth vitamins have it's all over tiktok it's like a liquid vitamin mm-hmm. i'm gonna get that what does it do it's like um it's just a multivitamin mm-hmm. but it's like liquid and it so you're obviously your body absorbs liquid vitamins better faster so mm-hmm. i'm gonna try it's supposed to help your hair grow it has like all the nutrients and i they, they say it prevents grays something oh, in it well, there you go. <laughs> prevents and reverses grays reverses grays and pre- yeah something in that vitamin it's all mm-hmm. over tiktok okay yeah so anyway so we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and we're actually gonna talk about um jonathan majors and his assault charges Ooh. all right Okay, so we're back and we're going to be talking about Jonathan Majors, mm-hmm. um, who is really an up and coming star, I would say. He was in recently Creed 3. He was the other fighter. Like he, yeah. he was opposite Michael he B. Jordan. He was the uh, 
the childhood friend yeah antagonist to uh, michael b jordan's character and then he's also been um marvel he's like the big new villain of marvel yes so it's like he's real his star is really rising and then boom what happens he gets an assault charge against him and turns out the assault charge came from his girlfriend Mm -hmm. so i'm like what the hell so you just now like really made it right you got some big roles and you gonna start with this bullshit already yeah for me in the bag like like you you already can't keep your your hands to yourself because apparently allegedly yeah allegedly um it was him and his girlfriend in the car so it was his girlfriend that filed the charges against him Either the girlfriend or the, the driver, because there was the witness. Oh, there were witnesses. They were in an Uber. Were like yeah, mm-hmm. and um, basically, I guess he got a mess a message from a girl um, or somebody that she wanted to see his phone. She and, tried to snatch. His she tried phone. to get his phone from him, and apparently, he what did he do? Slap her. Allegedly, he slapped her to get her to, so she couldn't get his phone. But I know for sure, you put your hands on me because I'm trying to get your phone. You're a cheater. Leave me alone. Leave me all the way alone. I'm done. Because you going through that much. You're fighting me. You're fighting me just to not get your phone. There's obviously something on the phone that shouldn't be there. Yeah. For me, though, when you just you're in a car and you're not alone. If you do slap her like, well, allegedly, guys, and for him to slap her like it it would like almost like a reflex. It it seems to me like it's not like it wouldn't be a first time thing. No, not if you're feeling it in front of other people. Yeah, so it's, I guess that's probably that. That sounds like a reflex kind of thing. If you're in public doing that, it's, you do it out of reflex. But supposedly, now this just posted um, about two hours ago that supposedly has video evidence that shows that he's completely innocent. So, like I said, everything that we're discussing is alleged, alleged. and the story right. still break. It's still still breaking. Um, so we don't know fully everything that went on. Other than the people that was in the car, they don't know. I don't. We don't really. And know. it could be, you know, again because he is a rising star he is a black man um and i do think that they try to push them down as much as possible so it could be that the story so is think, fabricated so she or lied exaggerated the, the witnesses lying that saw that the i didn't i um, don't know exactly i mean are they quoted saying this stuff or is it just i'm just telling I'm, I'm i mean saying, the story's still allegedly. breaking so i mean nobody really knows for sure but he was arrested but i think it's fair to keep it you know right now with the grain of oh, salt they were also saying that she did she had bruises something about her having bruises hey i just saw an article about some girl that um basically got arrested because she beat herself up and accused um like three men of beating her up yeah and then it it was found that she literally got herself beat up so she could uh jesse summit type shit (laughs) oh really (laughs) it's like what is that movie that old school thin line between love and hate Mm -hmm. oh she beat herself up yes Mm -hmm. exactly yeah did you guys see the um the football player who um there was a video of him Michael beating Irvin? up oh, no, no it was a it was a young oh, boy beating up his yes, girlfriend that was the one terrible. in the elevator no, no in the house in the when house. he threw into the tv oh, yes yes he, was he beating threw the her like a out of rag her. yes and you know i sad on that incident i think she didn't even press charges i think the state was it's the because one. of the video footage that yeah. was leaked because yeah. there's video footage of him doing it i yeah. don't even remember his name i saw the video footage yeah he yeeted her he like <laughs> yeah what she was on the couch couch and whatever she said pissed him off because he picked her up and threw her across the room into the tv but he was very abusive to her multiple it wasn't the first time Mm. either but so sad and they're still together sometimes yeah you know what it is money these these young girls i swear there's no money in the world i can take no licks for it's a lifestyle and the money and to say that i'm dating a ball player or whatever i mean remember the one i can't remember his name the one that 
beat his girl up in the elevator. elevator. She stuck by him through the whole thing. Yeah. That's and my man, what, and I'm going to stick beside and, him. Um, and actually, after everything settled down, and he pretty much wasn't able to play in the NFL anymore after everything said and done, I feel prosecuted, uh, persecuted. And I was just like, you can't be girl, persecuted Girl, we something. saw you on tape. This man will beat I don't care what you said. And this is uh, this is when it comes to domestic violence, I always tell people this. Uh, people say, well, women do it too. I hate when people do that. I hate, especially men. I'm just like, are you fucking serious? Um, no, I'm not saying that it can't happen. I just think there's a power dynamic there that men Absolutely. have over women. And my thing is, is that no one should be putting their hands on each other. P- period. But, but even if you as a woman hit a man... I feel because there is that strength or power dynamic that what's greater than that he has over her. Mm-hmm. Um, one slap from from her to him may not be <laughs> as bad mm-hmm. as opposed to nah. the other way around. Mm. I think you can do some serious damage when you're you man. And I definitely think. And I'm not saying I'm saying both are wrong, but I think especially if there is a power dynamic where one is greater than the other, it's like the difference between. I don't want to say it. I have an analogy for it. It's when a child, if a child hits me, that's what I was saying to say. I can't turn around and then hit that child and be like, well, I'm he slapped sl- me first. I'm going to slap the shit out. Don't you put your hands on nobody. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to learn quick. Keep your hands. That to child get a slap for me. And I, and I, I, that, that's why, where I see there's a power Just dynamic kidding. there sometimes <laughs> when it comes to, you know, when a man hits a woman versus when a woman hits Absolutely, a man. Absolutely, but... I do feel, though, nothing, women... It's all wrong, Listen, but. women do put their hands on men a lot. And I'm sorry, as a, I don't have sons. I have daughters, so for me, I'm always like, keep your hands to yourself, but I completely do not condone a man putting a hand on a woman. But what if I had sons, and I knew my son was in an abusive relationship, and this girl was continually... Put beating the shit you out of to leave, you know, and it's, it, it's, it's the same way never, women don't. I would, I would never. Man, I would it's never. Not just on the man. It's the same no, way women I'm don't saying, leave. Sometimes men don't leave so either. Son, under no circumstances are you to put your hands on that woman. Um, but if it becomes abusive, and I, I, this is my thought when it comes to physical abuse. Yeah, physical abuse for me is the last step in that an abusive relationship. That's the the final journey that abusive relationship started way before the first hit was was um ever placed on that person so my thing is is that when you have an abusive relationship is to nip nip it in the butt before it gets physical so okay i get what you're saying but Mm -hmm. the way you're putting it to me it now makes it so it's all the responsibility of the man to walk away from to walk away from the the situation walk away so but he's the one being abused but here's the thing, I have been, I've had friends, because I know for me, I will never put my hands on a man. For what? Because mm-hmm. I already know the power dynamic you're talking about, I'm fully aware of that. Right. So one slap for me is going to be completely different from one slap from you. So I'm not going to put my hands on you. Mm-hmm. Women should understand that as well. Yeah. I have seen plenty of relationships I, where the woman instigates it every single time. I can and attest to that. That I, one I have time done that. where he might not even slap you, but yoke you up and throw you. Then you want to cry wolf and want to run around crying like you just got your ass beat, but you no, didn't beat this man's ass. When you say instigate, instigate in what way? Slapped him, beat the okay. shit out of him, ran across the room and started punching him. Okay. So here's the thing. I I am guilty. I have put my hands on... Not earnest. Men before. Men before. And when I if I do that, I'm prepared for that hit to come back. Because mm-hmm. it 
but I've learned over time. Like, like you can't take that lick. Obviously, I don't do that now. Yeah. But at the time when I was doing it, I was pre- I was ready for that hit to come back. Oh, it's on. I re- remember it's this story. We fight. It's on so and with Stacey's first husband, I think the the one thing that I completely, I was just like, it's funny, but it's not funny. Is when. <laughs> They talked about fighting over the remote. Oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and she goes, yeah, we went into, not saying that they were like super well, physical with so, each other, but they were so literally young. But the fact that you're over struggling the over a remote. Because me and Jillian used to struggle over the remote yeah, as yeah. children. So <laughs> we've done that. That stuff happens when you're young and in young relationships. Exactly. But yeah, no, but me personally, I have, I have, I have been that person to put my hands and I was prepared for that hit back. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's an abusive relationship. Because no one should put their hands. Well, if you okay. Can, if you can it dish it out. It is an abusive out, relationship. It's just a well, mutually abusive relationship. So, but I feel like if you're a woman and you're const- you're p- running across the room, like putting, yeah, putting paws yeah. on somebody, mm-hmm. you really expect they're supposed to just sit there. And, but you, okay, if they do, I'm okay, yes, sit there, don't hit back. But if they do hit you back, do you really think it's fair for them now to go call 911 and say this nigga beat me up or whatever? No, I don't. I think it's, and I think right now with the way police are trained, if they see abuse on both ends, I think they're supposed to, not necessarily always take both people to They're supposed to take both people in. Mm-hmm. They take both people. Which I think is fair. Um, I think, yeah, like I said, me, I would, like, I'm, I'm with Janice on this. I'm not prepared to put my hands on someone because um, I'm, I'm going to anticipate getting that lick back. I've That's worked on my, my I like my face. I've worked on my anger issues. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but I'm just saying I have seen it to where I knew it was about a situation where it was abusive. And my assumption, of course, is, oh, he beat her ass. That's crazy. He's horrible. And then I witnessed it multiple times where I'm like, oh, no, you beat the shit out of him. But then the moment he retaliates, and I wouldn't even say retaliated fully because it's not like he really beat Sometimes her up. Sometimes they just like push, But at the same time, you want to call your friends and cry and say, come get me and do the, but I'm not going to be a part of that. You, why are you, I'm not going to come pick you up every time. If I, First of all, I know you're going to run back to him. And then second of all, you're the one instigating the situation now do i think that man should leave the situation probably but again i do think it's the responsibility of two grown adults which i get what you're saying if it's a kid if it's a 10 year old and you're just a bad fucking kid and you come up and punch me i mean i might not punch you back as hard but i'm definitely gonna shove you a little ass down get off me (laughs) a 10 year old maybe not a 10 year old okay but it depends like depends on how big the 10 year old is are you gonna keep coming back i mean look at that um six-year-old in the classroom he shot his teacher yeah would you not restrain that 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 little child how would you feel if she had a gun and she shot him back not shot him back but obviously you need to get physical and restrain this child yeah because that's a clear and present danger i don't know with a gun it's not clear and present danger but a woman beating the shit out of a man if you're going to doing tit for tat would you be comfortable if it's not a a gun it's a defense wait so if the child has the gun and you have a gun and he shoots somebody are you prepared to shoot that child Oh, the child shoot, shot somebody? Or you or someone else? Are you prepared to shoot that six-year-old child? Have you ever child? seen The Good Son? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Not the movie. I'm just telling you, The Good Son, like, the little boy was killing people. So what happened? Mm-hmm. happened? The little boy had to die. Oh, this is what I tell my kids. You can tr- <laughs> Dude, I, was killing I, people. I, I tell my kids, you I dare go. you. You can try me if you want to. If you ever think you bad 
mad enough to put your hands on <laughs> it me. It depends. Because you know, obviously, the, yes, the goal is to I'm restrain a, the child. Stacy's about that life. I'm about that. You, I'm just I saying, dare you. the goal is to restrain the child and get the gun away from him. But mm-hmm. if you can't, you're going to keep letting him shoot people? I don't know if I. That's like the, the that's, that's what I'm saying. That's a tough one, though. You'll keep letting I, him I shoot people. Because what if when I walk up on you, what if you're shooting? I don't know. Like, sh- little boy, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm telling you right now. I don't think I'm ready to. Pre- I'm, I don't think I would ever be prepared for the consequences. What I mean, consequences? I mean, what would the consequences not, be? Maybe There's, emotional. I mean, it, the thought yeah, of shooting a six-year-old child. The mental and the emotional. You have to live with That's, that. You have to live with because that. Because I know that teacher, like her first thought process was, I need to save these other children. That was Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, like, yeah. because how are you going to get the gun out of his hand? Um, we live in such a crazy society right now. Like I said, my thing is, is that at the end of the day, I don't think anyone, men, women, uh, even adults to children, I don't believe in corporal punishment. We shouldn't. Mm. And I think as a society, we've been groomed to feel like violence is a way of solving problems, mm-hmm. whether that is with discipline of children. There's that big debate. I think Oklahoma passed a law saying that they can institute corporal punishment in schools. I guess parents can sign up for that. I, I would never, you can't put your hands on my child. Now only I can put my hands on my kids. Nobody else. Yeah, yeah no, I, I wouldn't put my hands I on anybody's child because, just because whether I have a daughter or a son, I wouldn't want them to feel like, that's a means to solve a problem is right. through violence and whether that's the violence that's experienced in how we punish people as far as jail and stuff like that or just all of it. I just feel like we have this mindset and I think that's why we have such a hard time as a country letting go of why does everybody have to have a gun? Why are we so adamant about having guns? Because I feel like we feel like or have been conditioned to feel like violence is the only way to maintain power. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, because even now, like, um, like I've gone to gun ranges and things like that. Like now, the way it is, I'm like, I'm really considering. I, I, I want to. I want to go ahead and have a gun. I want to be trained to use it. I want to be trained to be able to protect myself. You have to be. Yeah. 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 And I and I think we've been conditioned to that because to the point where I'm like, I actually do think because um, there's a lot of people out of pocket right now, and we're in Texas, so. People are able to open carry and don't even have to have a license to do so. So you feel like, well, if everyone else has it, I have to have it too. So I have you're on the same level, right? The playing field. So I think for us, for things to get better, we have to dial back and really examine how we deal with certain situations. But then there's how do you how do you dial back? Everybody around you, you can't. You almost have to like go with the times. Someone has to say has to put their foot down like enough is enough and we have to start dialing back yeah. but somebody has to take that stance and i don't think anyone's prepared to do that and accept the backlash for that right and i think that's that's where we're at right now well because i even think like we were talking about it with the six-year-old who shot his teacher or no there was a child that shot his mom and killed her the 10 year old and uh-huh. is because I, of video like I she do took away his video games because not only do you um allow the violence on the video games which i don't necessarily think the video games are the problem it's the access that they have to to a gun to too. a gun mm-hmm. like how That's you can't shoot deal. anybody if you don't have access to exactly. it exactly yeah. so if you're going to have a gun in your house as a parent and i think we talked about this a long time ago stacy i was like well then everybody in the house should be trained to use it yeah yeah because you felt some kind properly. of way when i was telling you well i told you every like because you were like well i'm not gonna let 
Kier or Kylie learn. I'm like, you're too they, young. Now they need to now learn how to shoot. If it's going to be in the house, different. or at the very least, learn gun safety. But understand you, that a, if this is in the house, you are not to touch but it. But as a responsible parent, though, and you have young kids, that gun should not be anywhere where they would ever be able to reach it. Ever. But again, if they did, do they understand what guns are? Well, obviously, what they now can they're do older, but at, but at that age, but too. But at that age, at sometimes that age you too. can't. Because it's curiosity that these kids are yeah, doing. Let's, there's curious. ways to be responsible to put it away to where your kids cannot have access to it. How is a six-year-old so get a gun and so bring it to school? So many times parents are like, well, this was put away. It was locked away. But they... They watch you. They find. They, they watch you put the gun up. They watch you put the code in, and then they go and show their friends. That's what I'm saying. So understand, this is off limits. This is what this is what needs to be on the gun. If you ever see a gun, like I under, like I felt it's like true. gun safety it, big, was yes. very important for all people in the house. Maybe not touching the gun, but understanding what a gun can do. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. I also these parents are careless because a six year old that shot the teacher, they didn't even obviously they didn't charge a six year old and there was nothing done about that. But I also feel like the responsibility should be on the parent. I feel like that parent needs to be charged. Like, how does a six year old? Yeah, how I mean, does a six year old? Yeah, get a gun from home and bring it to school to shoot his teacher. At least with child endangerment, because for them to have the freely access. Thank God she survived. Yeah. Well, okay. So not saying that I can't use this as an example, but I'm saying there was an episode of the show called it was on private practice or Grey's anatomy one of the two but basically the kid shot his friend and the mom was upset because they did have it locked away they did have a code on it but he had been slowly watching them still use- the parents fault i don't care yeah i mean i mean you have to understand um the number one reason for death for kids under the age of 18 is guns and once you have really? a gun in the house, the you're actually more likely to be harmed by your own gun than an actual That's intruder. Too. But you know this, that just in general, yeah. like if you have a gun in your Both house, are shot with their you're own actually gun more likely or to be weapon. hurt by your own gun than being hurt from the an outsider, an intruder, weapon. an invader. There's way a lot of times you know you can secure your gun into where it's like a thumbprint that opens it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. So then I'm saying. There's no reason why your six-year-old Again, child. I don't think it should be gun. a secret from a six-year-old that there's a gun clearly in the house. Clearly, it wasn't a secret because he knew exactly where. But clearly, but it was they not might put have away. thought it was a secret. To, like they might have thought that they didn't have the discussion. And I, they've never well, had a discussion about guns. I still feel like it's careless that a six or even because there's another story about a it four-year-old that I'm shot a two-year-old sibling with the gun mm-hmm. that was in the home. Right. For me, I'm like, you have kids that. A two-year-old would not even understand what the what the gun is really. So you should have that locked away, like in a safe, thumbprint, absolutely, something. absolutely. I think that, but again, I the most important part to me is understanding well, yes, I guns get that. and gun safety and yes. what they can do because I don't well, think kids understand. He knew what that gun could do. That's why think, he brought it to school to kill, kill his teacher. I don't think that kids understand death that way though. But he knew what the gun could do. I don't think they. Yeah, I'm with Janice. I don't think they have a full thought out concept but even if of what his they're parent doing. explained yeah. to him about what the gun can do there's a gun in the home he still knew that this gun could kill my teacher i mean okay yeah mm-hmm. but obviously you know gun violence is an issue in our country right i mean yeah. they're in elementary schools now like they're they're asking teachers to be armed like when i heard that i was like that's ridiculous like yeah. you're gonna start arming teachers now like so even more guns out there so i'm just like at the end of the day i i think 
I guess you just have to learn how to protect yourself and, and protect yourself in the best way possible. I mean, yeah, I think, but I think it exas- I personally think it exacerbates the problems when you, and really, honestly, the only reason why these guns are flooding the streets really comes down to the gun manufacturers. More guns mean more sales, mean more profits, meaning I'm richer. That's really what it is at the end of the, the day. The guns are just so accessible. And really, honestly, the majority of guns is held in the hands of a very small group of people. Most majority of Americans don't even own guns. And it's just when somebody does own a gun, they usually own a lot of gun owners. They have a large collection of guns. Not necessarily it's supposedly like there's one gun for every man, woman, and child in America, but it's a small group of people who actually, who actually own and use those participate. guns. Participate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I talk to people and I'm not trying to get political about it, but for, as far as guns go, like, I never, I don't have a problem with people having guns. I have a problem with the laws and the regulations we put behind them mm-hmm. um, because it is a big responsibility to have I a gun. I personally feel like with Texas, Texas is so extreme to me because how are you going to, because in Texas now, right, mm-hmm. you can open carry without even having a license. And right? It goes, yes. yeah. Okay. So it goes back to like bearing to me, arms. Everybody's like, well, right to bear arms, right to bear arms. I get it. Like, yes, but you're talking about when, when, you should at when least this have was a written, license. when this was written, it was more so, so you, it's a, it's a false it's a, premise. It's just, it's just the times have changed completely. The reason yeah. why they wrote it, that into the constitution before is completely different about why you bear arms now. Yeah. It was basically to protect yourself against the government. So you couldn't, so the government couldn't it's, have too much power. Basically. The, the constitution specifically says is to write and bear arms to be able to have a fully functional, um, militia, which we don't really need that anymore. And exactly. And when like, it comes to people say it should not be infringed on, when you have the first amendment being freedom of speech, but there are limits to that. You can't yell, um, fire in a crowded, um, theater or crowded room that will create, if there's no fire, there are limits to that. And there should be limits to gun ownership because you're talking, this is a public health issue because when, you know, we've had more mass shootings in the first three months of this year. We've already surpassed the previous year and we keep getting worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. There has to be a time where you were like, it's not working. This direction that we're going where it's is more guns not, is mm-hmm. not working. The answer to our problems is not going to be the only, the only way to solve a, a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. That's, that's yeah. bullshit because there would, you know, I remember a couple years ago, I think just during the pandemic where there was a good guy with a gun and the police came up on the situation and they shot the oh, good they guy with a the gun. Oh, they killed the good guy, yeah. It, so it, it's so dangerous. Even if you want, if you are a civilian trying to do the right thing to be able to protect people and you have a gun, now you've put your life in danger because then the police don't know and it's it's more dangerous for police because mm-hmm. they treat every single interaction as, as a threat as a threat because they don't know who has a gun or who doesn't have what a gun what your intentions are what your intentions are mm-hmm. so they treat every situation and because of systemic racism they will automatically perceive black men or black people in general people of color as more of a threat more dangerous automatically because they've already been brainwashed to 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 perceive that situation whether or not you have a gun or not so a lot of the problems that we have is this constant need to feel like I want to feel safe and what you're doing to feel safe is creating, making it's, the word problem even worse. It's just like, you know, two right, two wrongs don't make a right. Right. Violence with violence doesn't equal less violence. Yeah. Right. And so. in fact, the United States is when it comes to safety, we are, when it comes to developed countries, I mean, you've got 
war-torn countries in the Middle East that we're on par with them because there's so much gun violence. Mm-hmm. Actual war zones. So, I mean, all of this started with I, Jonathan I Majors domestic and, and, and really just violence between people. But I think it's just it just takes it to the next level because yeah. first you put your hands on somebody, then it's a weapon, then it's a gun. So it's just it's just we're going in the wrong direction, I feel. Um, but I know, shoot, you know, can't beat them, join them. I'm at that point. So, yeah. like, I'm like at this point, like next girls night, we should be going to a gun range and learn how to shoot. Yeah. I mean, I've done it, but we should go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just mean, think I, personally, like I feel like everyone should have the right to own a gun, but I do believe that we need to have regulations. Rule, rule. It needs to be regulated. Yes. I mean, I, I don't think who every, has a gun. I don't think every person needs a gun. I need to know who has a know? gun. Why? Like, why you want the gun? Right. I want to know: Are you trained to use the gun? I, there should be yearly or bi-yearly. I, thank you. I, like, every gun training. owner needs to have. A, and a I, license and yes training like every two years and I updated have to, training i have to do continuing education continued just education. to have my real estate exactly. license i have to do this every two years continuing mm-hmm. education why can't we have that for gun ownership like yeah i feel you know, like and i think yep. a part of that is um cost because i think when it comes to the second amendment you're not putting a cost barrier for a lot of people because the continuing education when it comes to, it's not just buying the gun and the bullets and you're done. Well, can they make that more community service type thing to people who can I think run the classes? Can, I think we can figure it out. We but you have, have to put re- importance on it first. We do have to put importance. And right now, the the conversation really has been dominated by the NRA and the gun, uh, the gun lobbies and gun manufacturers. Cause right now they want as little barrier between people getting a gun as possible. Cause when they use no barriers, that increases their profit. I'm going to say it's, I think that's profit. where we're at right now. That's profitability. That's all they're thinking yeah, about. Yeah, I think but. that's right now. And I think honestly, the majority of American people do want some regulations in place, but our voices are being drowned out by the corporate money. And mm. that comes down to politics. And I think we need to get the dark money out of politics for us to be able to truly make changes that dark actually money. reflects the wishes of the American people. Scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to wrap up and get out of here and get back to our Sunday. Yeah, but we did not mean to get so like political with this whole thing. It's not, we didn't get super political, I don't think. Um, but I mean, to talk about guns is to yeah. talk about it's regulations. It's what we're dealing with. Yeah. So this is what we face every day. It's gun violence in our country. Yeah. Violence in general. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so I think at the end of the day, we just want to be as safe as possible. We want to feel safe. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the goal. Yeah. And I think Jonathan Majors is just another chapter. Um, like I said, we don't know. We don't We're know. still, yeah. it's still developing it's still story, allegedly. but it's still mm-hmm. allegedly. And, but we've, like I said, we've talked about domestic violence and how it's permeated throughout society. Like we're actually seeing it on television and reality television and we're starting to view it as entertainment. And I think we, our mindset has to change. I'm not going to lie, because when I saw him, like, I was that football player. I was like, it wasn't funny, but it was like, dang, it was, I watched that video a couple times. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's. Because it was crazy. It's crazy. You're just mm-hmm. like, what, like, I cannot believe somebody's living like this. Uh, but anyways, we're going to get out of here, guys. Um, y'all enjoy your Sunday. And most importantly, y'all well, stay safe out there. Well, Wednesday, because yeah. we were broadcast on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. But enjoy the rest of your week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But y'all stay safe out there. It's crazy. It is crazy out there. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening 
today. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on the platform you're listening on and leave us a review. We want to support local businesses. So if you'd like us to shout out your business or if you have a topic suggestion or even questions for our QA section, we want to hear from you. So reach out to us at letmefinish at gmail.com. You can find us on TikTok and Instagram at letmefinish. Don't forget that the E in me is the number three. You can find me at New Jillian Hudis on Instagram. Stacy, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, Mrs. Cams01. I'm also on TikTok, Mrs. Cams01, M-R-S-K-A-M-S-01. And Janice, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at Uniquely Janice and Facebook and TikTok. I'm just Janice Housen. Okay. See you next week. See you next week. See you guys then.